The revolution has begun. Join the revolution, the lost art with Steve Gould. For only the very best in progressive rock, every Sunday, 4 to 7 p.m., only on MMH, the home of rock radio. Good evening, people. Hello, welcome. My name is Ben. You're now listening to Dancing with the Dead on mmhradio.co.uk. I hope you are having a fantastic weekend. Have you just been rocking out with Mark Parker and Pedal to the Metal? If not, why not? Thank you for finding us, but why haven't you been rocking out with Mark? Mark's show is absolutely fantastic fun. If you did miss Mark's show, once this one's over, go find the podcasts on Podbean or on the MMH website and uh, see what awesomeness you've been missing out on. Mark's nothing short of magical. <laughs> right, what have we got for you this evening? Two hours of happy, shiny new tunes with the added bonus of the legendary Saffron of Republica. Yes, Saffron from Republica. I was lucky enough to have a chance to have a chat with Saff about their awesome new music. They've got a new single called New York. It's out now with some remixes and some B-sides. And they've also got a new record due, Hallelujah, Sharpish, and a new record due next year. She's in. She's going to be talking all about that in around about half an hour or so. It's, I'm not going to lie, Saff was an absolute legendary lady to speak with. She was so much fun. Hopefully you'll enjoy listening to what she has to say. It was really, really cool. But before that, let's throw some awesome, bouncy new tunes at you. Going to kick off with Nox Pulso. The song is called Night Trap. Have to go along as yesterday. Bonsoir. It shouldn't be sold in this country because it would have a bad effect on children. Bad
Well, what are we thinking, people? What are we thinking? The band are called Nox Pulso, spelled N-O-X-P-U-L-S-O, Nox Pulso. The song is called Night Trap. I think it's rather fun. I really do. Describing themselves as uh, for fans of Ministry, Nine Inch Nails, The Prodigy. There's also references um, in the in the thing towards Rammstein, Front Two Four Two. I think we can hear a little bit of all that sort of shenanigans. I think they were was it they claim they were inspired by the fictional nightclub scenes from films like The Crow, The Matrix, and The Blade. That kind of makes sense, actually. Not The Blade, just Blade. <laughs> that does kind of fit. I think they're rather fun. I really do. Just a duo. Yeah. I think it's rather magical. The song is called Night Trap. I think it's brilliant. Um, the band have said, 30 years ago, the video game Night Trap was brought before a Senate committee. In those hearings, many questions were raised about what would become of the generation exposed to such sick, such sick depictions of violence. Nox Pulso were raised on these depraved games, and this is the result. Noxpulso.com to find out any further information about the band. I think it's brilliant. The song itself is out now, dropped last weekend. Um, they've got a collection of festivals lined up coming up next year, including Deprivation Festival down in Swindon, um, alongside Raging Speedhorn, Invected Rain, Evil, and Discharge, and a whole heap of fantastic-looking unsigned bands. For those of you who remember Martin Camp when he was here at MMH, he's the fellow who's organising it all. So I'm not gonna lie, as a the lineup is fantastic, and I like to shout about festivals anyway. I'm sure anyone is aware because we looked at some of the festival announcements from some of the big players. But as we move forward into the new year, we'll be looking at the smaller ones as well. Rabid Festival, for example, they've got their options open. Breaking Bands doing their shenanigans, so have to wait and see. We'll look at all the festivals coming up next year, or at least as many as we can fit in. And um, yeah, obviously Deprivation is one of them, so we'll definitely look at that with the rather marvellous Knox Pulso coming back into the play again. Right, next up, we are going to go for health. Their latest record, Rat Wars, dropped last weekend. Oh, it's a brooding, brooding piece of work. It's very good, though. This is unloved. It's not 
is awesome. And like I said, it's, it's a wonderfully brooding, intense piece of work. And they managed to make it somehow. It's The magical thing they managed to pull off is somehow, despite it being heavy and it being feeling very, very claustrophobic and very, very overwhelming, is it somehow still wonderfully melodic in places. It's absolutely fantastic. The album is out now. The album is called Rat Wars. That was health in their current single, Unloved. If you go and check out, let's see where is it? It's going to follow the link through because I don't know exactly what the videos are called. I'm not going to lie. Um, they've uh, got a collection of behind the scenes, sort of making off sort of type things about the album and such like. Um, it's called Health Chronicles. If you go to the health channel on YouTube, you can follow and see what the band are getting up to. So out touring, all that sort of shenanigans. Keep themselves busy absolutely magical it's really really brilliant it really really is the album is out now go and check it out rat wars by health it's yeah they're a band that i must admit when they first appeared they seemed awkward angular and bizarre and they were <laughs> and as they've gone on they're always tweaking modifying and changing their sound slightly and they're always engaging and always keeping you on your toes and i must admit i really like that aspect of it all because you never know what they're going to do and um yeah it's always wonderfully unpredictable it's a magical thing to take the ride and enjoy Right, up next, taken from their current record, this is House of Serpents. They've got guests on the record, one of the guests is Battlejuice, this is Ritual.
was House of Serpents and Battle Juice. The song is called Ritual. You can find it on their current, well, their only EP. It's called Love, Death and Blood. Kicked out via Fixed Records. I'm not going to lie, Fixed have been, had a fantastic year. They really, really have. And next week, um, we're going to be doing part and parcel of the, the final year sort of end of year sort of type things i'm gonna be doing industrial for one show and we're gonna do the fixed six mix volume two to do the first six mix first fixed six mix yikes try saying that after a couple of shandies um, in july for their first six months of the year all the bits and bobs and we've been building it and building it and then it, oh it's gonna be so much fun it's gonna be full-on mix sort of tape style and it's gonna be segwaying in and out with little chats and lots and lots of awesome tunes that's next weekend it's gonna be industrial on follow the dead and it's gonna be the fixed six mix on dance with the dead next weekend it's going to be so much fun speaking of which let's throw a few more fixed tracks at you before we got Saffron up in about uh, 10 minutes or so give or take 10-15 minutes so next up Soul Extract this one's a bit beefier song absolutely slaps though it's called Supernova
All our radio shows can be found on demand. Download our app from Google Play or the Apple App Store. Just search MMH, the home of rock radio.
Welcome back, folks. That was Toronto is Broken. The song is called Nihilist, and that's a Sabotage, a chappy from London, adding his very... I, I was, across the course of the record, it gets slightly... It's, it's like a cockneyed version of Keith Flint. It's got that same sort of snarl to it, but a little bit more sort of garagey, you know? It's, he's got that similar sort of attitude and that swagger. The uh, record is called Toronto, Toronto is Broken. It's all one word. I'm not going to lie. The record is fantastic. It dropped in the first week of September, September, December. Damn. <laughs> it's like Christmas came early, that bad boy. It absolutely rips. It really, really does. I've listened to it far too many times. It's absolutely fantastic. Sabotage is one of uh, a collection of guests who appear at various times across the course of the record. His other main contributor on this particular record is Reeves. If anyone's listened to the show over the last sort of year or so, be well aware of how much I'm loving Reeves and the work that she's putting out. Her voice is absolutely fantastic as she veers between this wonderful, beautiful singing and this very harsh rip and roar. And yeah, I love her work. Cannot wait to see what she's got up her sleeve next. She's done a load of stuff as guesting on drum and bass stuff, which Toronto's broken. Cut his teeth in. There's a lot of production that the guy does, a lot of electronic stuff in the record. There's some big stabby riffs, but there's some bizarre skittering drum and bass and some almost like some sort of dubby sort of stuff as well. It's a hell of a mixture. It really, really is. And yet again, it just goes up to sum up how amazingly vast and sprawling the wonder of the fixed universe really, really is. One more fixed track before um, I'll have Saffron up just after this. So Void Chapter kicked out a brilliant track over in the year called Diabolic with Daedric, another member of the fixed uh, roster. Absolutely awesome work. It's a cracking tune. And then voila, it drops in the inbox. High Society. God, this dude is awesome. He has reworked the track. So here's the High Society remix of Void Chapter's Diabolic featuring Daedric. Try saying that after a few shandies.
It's rather magical, isn't it? Seriously, I love it. I absolutely do. I mean, I, I, I love Daedric's work. Her album, was it uh, Mortal, dropped at the end of November. It's absolutely fantastic. Her range is fantastic. I love how she manages to veer between that, again, that, that really quiet, melodic, very haunting sort of aspect and being able to rip and bring some serious fury into her vocals is absolutely brilliant. She's kicked out a collection of tracks this year as singles to, go, to lead up to the album. She's also featured on a collection of bits and bobs. She's also done some really cool remixes. Did a really, really good remix with the Met, um, with um, the Annex earlier in the year. She's guested on some tracks with Cell Dweller as well and Void Chapter. It's yeah, the, the the fixed roster. I love how they're all sort of jumping in and out of each other's projects, and it gives the projects almost like an element of continuity, which I know sounds weird, but it works really, really well. That is the High Society remix of Void Chapter's Diabolic. It's out now. Go check it out. It's nothing short of awesome in it. <laughs> right, next up is going to be, it's time to get Saffron in. Yes, it is. I must admit, I've, the, it's one of these weird things. When these, when these things appear, the prospect of talking to these guys is nothing short of amazing. And yeah, I've been listening to this lady for over 25 years. Absolutely brilliant. Republica, their vocalist Saffron, in to talk about their new single, New York. Some of the remixes. There's some really cool guests. It's really fun. I hope you enjoy listening about that. And talk about the single, Whiskey Jack, which is also included. And I'm going to finish on their brilliant drop dead gorgeous this is a big chunk of time because this is nothing short of awesome i'll see you in about 40 ish 45 minutes there's music there's chats seriously i hope you enjoy this to saffron big love thank you for taking the time check it out this is saffron from republica mmh the home of rock radio Hello, how are you? I'm all right. How are you? I am grand. Actually, no, that's I'm more than grand. I'm, I, 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 this is one of those weird things. When the email came through, I was like, "Really? This, this is an option. This is a possibility of talking to someone I've listened to for like twenty odd years. Like, how is this real?" And yet, oh. here we are. This is so cool. <laughs> Brilliant! Thank you. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, the, thank you for, um, for for taking the time. This is really cool. I'm not gonna lie. They've been uh, yeah, been sitting around waiting for this one for a couple of weeks. Been looking forward to this one. Um, so yeah, no, awesome. <laughs> okay. Where do you live? Um, I'm down in Wiltshire. Oh, lovely. Oh, I do. I love Wiltshire actually. Mm. We yes. did um, a, a re- we did a great festival there a couple of years ago actually, and uh, I can't remember the village, but it was a lovely little. Um, it's definitely a community festival, but there's quite a few thousand there. And uh, we stayed in this brilliant uh, uh, hotel. The proprietors, you know, they were just this really cool couple. And um, when we came back, they just got their vinyls out. They <laughs> these records in and offered us drinks. And uh, yeah, it, yeah, we just we had a really good time, um, you know, there. That's so cool. Um, and, and we met some really cool people as well. Awesome. Awesome. As I mean, yeah, I mean, ultimately, 
because uh, the the band uh, they sort of reformed. You've been performing yeah. intermittently off and on, haven't you? As 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 Republica for it's about it's best, it's the best part of a decade since you had a bit of a hiatus. You came back yes. sort of was it 2010, yeah. 2012 sort of time, wasn't it? The the band sort of reformed uh, and sort of around then, around then, yeah. <laughs> um, so why so long before the new single? I mean, is is this one being sat there sort of waiting to come out for a while, or is it just no, been? Um, well, we had uh, we had uh, an EP uh, come out around that time called Christiana Obey, mm-hmm. uh, which we put, put out on CD, uh, which I got manufactured, and um, you know that was just that thing at the time. And then um, you know we um, we started touring and doing lots of festivals again. Uh, and then obviously you know there was those few years of the pandemic. Um, yes where um, I was working as a frontline uh, key worker in uh, mental health and social care. Very nice. Um, so basically we, um, thank you, the, the um, album really kind of was ready before that. Um, um, but as you can imagine, after the pandemic, um, lo- lockdown restrictions were lifted, there was such a backlog of people, Yeah. you know, uh, you know, we had to wait for people to see that you know been waiting for three years to uh, to release and stuff and then um armalite came along which was amazing anyway and i met Charles and i got on very well um yeah and uh, so we did a deal with them and uh, so uh, as you know it, it even that alone then it takes a few months for um anything to get ready see you know for us uh, well for me especially you know you wanted to make sure that um you know it's the right thing it's got the right mixes and so many of our great friends have done brilliant um remixes on many songs on the album and yeah. the next single hallelujah as well especially we've got our very good friends and my first band enjoy yes um have done some amazing mixes on it and my very good friend mark gemini Thwaite. Oh. who's an amazing yeah amazing guitar player yeah yeah and he played, peter murphy played in the mission and gary newman and stuff yes um and uh, he's a very good mate mm. um and we've got the, the amazing imperium of some um mix of another Ooh, track like I know, they're, so. they're, see, they're, one, they're <laughs> very special because they're one of the few people that liam howlett actually let mess with the prodigy stuff way back in the day he didn't let anyone loose but somehow the imperium boys got their mitts on it they're not quite sure how. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear yeah, me. So, yeah, we're really, you know, we've been blessed with all of that. And then, uh, obviously, my friends, Ben and Annalise from Media Brighton helped, you know, uh, create my vision of of what I felt uh, would re- represent uh, Republica, mm-hmm. uh, the band, and also New York, um, you know, coming back into the public eye. Yeah, yeah. And we're so happy with the video it, it's uh, it's it's an amazing creation and and um all hail to their talents you know especially yeah. the cgi and the ai scenes i mean it I could, we could have asked for anything sort of such a quality of high quality as a, as a music video you know it looks like um uh, zack snyder or someone <laughs> doing everything, you know um so you know sort of kind of blade runner on steroids kind of thing. <laughs> Uh, the the song was 
the explosion of sort of synthwave and sort of 80s sort of style shenanigans that seems to have kicked off in the last sort of, I'd say, maybe decade or so, did that have an influence on how you sort of embraced that slightly... It sounds like a new wave sort of pop sort of style vibe to it, which I'm not, I think is absolutely fantastic. But it's a lot lighter than what I would expect from you guys. You know, I mean, you guys have always come with well, brash, yeah. <laughs> big, bouncy balls. In this one, it feels really sleek, yeah. sort of um, really streamlined in comparison. Well, um, way back um, when, when we first started, you know, if um, I think you might be a bit young <laughs> to remember, but uh, <laughs> yeah, your youthfulness is coming across. Um, the um, we we started basically as a, a, a purely electronic band with a few guitars here and there. Yeah. Um, and um, you know, say a little bit like you know, our mates from your Red and Jewel, your Imperial, or whatever. We were we were more electronic kind of based. Um, and I think on this album, um, yeah, we've kind of gone back a little bit more down that that avenue, really. Obviously, still, yes, there's a, there's there's kind of uh, what you. People, I hope people would like to expect the big choruses and stuff, and, and the drops and the builds up, and yeah. and and kind of powering and stuff. But um, you know, when we first all got together, you know, we we've all been influenced very much by you know the electronic underground. Uh, so we all grew up, you know, with early Simple Minds and Human League, um, you know, and Peshmerga and and Karen Newman and stuff, um, so and the Cure and that. So, you know, we, um, and then of course we came out of the Acid House electronic scene, um, yeah. but we were also, you know, very much into industrial, you know, bands like uh, Night Nails and stuff like that. So, yeah, we've always basically been an electronic uh, kind of outfit. Yeah. <laughs> that word. Yeah, outfit. yeah. I don't know if you came up with that. It's quite, it's quite an interesting word, isn't it? The band. It's a different yeah, way to approach it, yeah. Electronic outfit. That's <laughs> like, it, I think. You're but... wearing a something. But I quite like it, actually. <laughs> perhaps, I should, perhaps I should get a jacket or a, or a dress covered in um, analog synthesizers. <laughs> oh, only if it lights up and it's neon. It's got to be. Well, it's got to be. <laughs> you get some neon, neon. Get, get some pink and blue, you know, Republican pink and blue across the back. That'd be the Don. That's, that's, why not? Exactly. I'm, I'm looking to it. Well, you know, we <laughs> like. You know anyone that, that, that's good at LED or nice? Well, we like our <laughs> rock stars to be glamorous. You're gonna have to be glamorous. It's how it's well, got to happen. That's fair. Exactly. <laughs> very, very fair. <laughs> Because <laughs> yeah. um, how are you going to differentiate it with anyone, you know? It's like, you know, certainly, you know, and it doesn't mean for me, <laughs> it never meant, um, it, it, especially as a woman, you know, it never meant, oh, there must be people that are commercial. No, <laughs> you know, you know, we're, we're, we're in a band and, you know, we want to be seen and heard. That's the whole point. Yeah. You know, we stand for being individuals, so it doesn't matter whether you're a punk or a goth or or whatever, just because you, you know, you look good and glamorous and you look a bit different, that's the whole point. <laughs> well, that's it. I mean, it's it's the one thing that's always seemed to have stood strong and fast with everything that you and the guys have touched. It's always been this sort of element of defiance, this sort of take us as you are, couldn't care less sort of type approach. And it still seems to be coming across. It's a wonderful thing to see. 
Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, we, yes, we certainly had to smash down a few doors to, to get heard in the first place mm-hmm. when we first started because, you know, the, um, you know, people scorned us basically and they're like, oh, yeah, that'll never work. <laughs> well, you know, mixing electronics, you know, with guitars and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, just wait and see. <laughs> <laughs> Follow us on our social media, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Want airplay? Want your album reviewed? Get in touch. Just search MMH, the home of rock radio.
Sacrifice, the first album, obviously it, it, it ripped in the such like, and a lot of the world noticed it. The second album, you had issues with the label because the label um, folded, didn't it? It sort of hampered the progress of the band. Do you <laughs> think that's... The, that, um, uh, the th- album. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> the scripted and more contact. Uh, you know, um, and, and the but saddest and the, the tragedy of it all was that uh, firstly we just finished um, a sold out um, UK tour, and you know there were the fly posters everywhere. We'd done all the promo and, and the interviews and promoting the album, and the fans were really excited. You know, um, and we just remember being at our records for signing, and there were 800, you know, kids outside, and. Um, there were no records in the shop. There were, uh, you know, and there was a riot. I mean, and quite rightly so, because like we'd been really, really right and really let down. Um, you know, and it, there was nothing we could do. So sadly, yeah, we learnt the hard way. So, yes, yeah, so, uh, even more so for this time. Um, and uh, recently for Independent Record Store Day, I'd spent a year working with Music on Vinyl and Sony to uh, re-release Speed Ballads on Vinyl. So nice. it's now um, available and, um, you know, for, and it, it was released on uh, Record Store Day and um, it just made us so happy to go, uh, you know, Banquet Records um, in Brighton. We started and we did yeah. some acoustic. And it was just brilliant. We got there at like seven or eight in the morning, and there was you right around the block, and we were just like, "Wow, so happy!" Yeah. Um, and just it was so lovely to see how many people were still so passionate about vinyl as well. Yeah. You know, and uh, I think it's so important. So, yeah, all hell to, to the vinyl revolution. I'll <laughs> be <laughs> back again, and it's so important. Very you much know, so. Yes. You know, um, you know. Sadly, yes, there really actually only is a, a few in the whole world people that still have lives and still not only that have the technical ability to actually being able to actually master and make a vinyl record, mm-hmm. uh, which is you know, sadly kind of a lost art mm-hmm. form. And I think that um, luckily people and kids are, are learning that again now because it is so important. Sonic, you know, sonically wise, but also, you know, as a physical copy of something mm-hmm. that means a lot to you, mm-hmm. um, you know, that is worth the value. That's the value, you know, that that, that is yours, you know. Uh, well, it's, it's, as one of my friends pointed out on Facebook the other day, that um, he sort of referred to it as like a, the, the the comparison of the, st- the current age that we're in, he compared it to Fahrenheit 451 with these physical things with them being gone if the digital versions of them disappear there's no proof that it ever happened at all you know in comparison to now where in the in the story it was books but now it's cds it's films it's music once it digitally is removed it's gone yeah yeah it can be taken away exactly yeah but that's the, uh, that is the thing where music cannot are worth value mm-hmm. and you know if you can have uh, certainly something physical like like you know any gift this is what i give to you you know it's a gift um to share and um it is yours then and then no one can take that away from you and uh you know yeah i think that's very important and and i mean certainly you know um in our, my age I, I, st- I still have my own old finals i still have my little seven inch um box 
Yeah, yeah. You know, like, the, you know, punk and goth and indie records. You know, that means a lot, that little box still yeah, to yeah. me, you know. As it should. I mean, I've, I, I, and I was, I was a, a, a child in the eighties, teen in the nineties. So I've got nearly two thousand yeah. CDs that annoy the hell out of my wife because they get in the way. But I wouldn't trade them for the, <laughs> I wouldn't trade them for the world. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, exactly. I, as well, the CDs, and the thing is about it as well is, um, you know, the other thing that we uh, we discussed very early on in the interview is um you know the look of the thing and how something's presented mm-hmm. how it's represented mm-hmm. so this music this band and that um as a child i was kind of all encompassing passion of music of the songs of the bands of the members what they look like who plays what instrument oh i like their jacket uh, you know what type of guitar is that you know who's their drummer what keyboard is that you know um you know uh and so the photos and the colors and what they're wearing and you know reading the credits and the titles of the song what the lyrics are what each song actually means but in the at the end of the day doesn't actually matter because um how many songs you know when you hear it on the radio you sing a song at the top of your voice later find out that those aren't the lyrics yeah but it doesn't matter because those are the lyrics to you yeah things get stuck in your head whether it's right or wrong so it doesn't matter because you love it so it doesn't really matter so whatever it means to you you know yeah the interpretation I think is half the battle and sometimes just down to the fun part of it all it's the best bit it's the best bit yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, you, you mentioned about the various different remixes and such like that you've got going on with the current record. Yeah. Um, before it was a case you'd, you'd kick out the single, chances are one of the remixes would be on one of the B-sides. Are you guys going to be doing this with uh, single releases and remixes or is it going to be remixes included in the album package? Um, no, no, I, I believe for the next single we will be releasing... Um, I've just spoken to some of them this morning, actually. Um, um, yeah, some remixes. The the next single's Hallelujah, um, and as I said before, we've got Enjoy on there. We've got um, Imperion of some amazing remix of our another song of ours together, and um, Mark Gemini's Wait. So um, yeah, uh, yeah. So I think um, you know maybe you could tell me as well. So we're kind of finding out you know the landscape of what people do. And it's like, you know, to be honest, we just put out everything, you know, let people kind of hear it all, really. I think um, it's the best way and, around it, um, isn't it? I think it's so, yeah, I think it's so important as well for, um, especially, uh, you know, I've been bowled over by the love um, and the share and the support mm. of, of my friends, um, all our friends, and people in other bands and musicians that have, you know, most of them have done it for, for, for nothing you know they've just gone hey we want to help mm-hmm. we're like oh my god you know that even without even hearing the, the, the music sometimes <laughs> um, and that you know that's a really um, a really powerful thing um, 
I think and it's I one of those things that, when when bands get it right. I mean, I've noticed it specifically in um, the punk scene more than any other scene. You'll notice it, especially on yeah. the wonders of social media in particular. You'll see that bands will be sharing and shouting about whatever their mates are doing almost as much, if not more, sometimes than what their yeah. actual band is doing. And it's so wonderful to see. It, it, where is this that I can see this happening? Um, on a, I've noticed it particularly on a lot of the punk pages, especially punk bands, um, especially in Australia. I yeah. don't know what it is. I mean, I've, yeah. I've, 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 I went on yeah. a massive deep dive on Aussie punk rock about a year or so back, and there are some amazing bands over there, and they are so no. friendly with each other. It's amazing to see. Yeah. Isn't that great, though? Isn't that what it should be like, yes. really? Yeah, and um, uh, we were so lucky because um, we recently had like a rebellion punk festival in Blackpool. Nice. Um, oh, no pressure then <laughs> to be asked. You know, it's like, oh, we can be bottled up here. <laughs> um, but to, to our amazement, we absolutely smashed it, and, and, and the whole place just erupted. And it honestly was one of the most magical moments, one of the best gigs that I've ever ever done. To be on the same bill, you know. Oh god, you know, for Cox and Rutz DC and the Buzzcocks and yeah, yeah. you know, bands that totally influenced me, you know. Uh, and and it's such an amazing festival, you know. Yeah. Um You never ever really um, think of Blackpool and think of punk rock, but yeah, somehow Rebellion pulls it off yeah, every single it's year. Just, people come from all over the world, all punks from, and they just look amazing. You mm -hmm. know, these are hard, oh, this is hardcore. And from Japan and America, Australia, mm -hmm. and they just look fine, mate. You know, they absolutely look fierce. <laughs> and, um, you know, uh, my other mates band Desperate Measures from, I think they're from New Zealand, yeah. Viva La Rock. Um, uh, you know, and, and uh, my friend Mike Sweeney from the Sulphur Jets, he's going to be playing next year. Yeah. Um, you know, so, um, you know, the Sham 69s and, you know, oh, it's just it's very exciting, you know, because um, the undertones, are, you know, some of these bands, you know, really influenced me yeah. as a songwriter and as a singer. Yeah. Because they're very um, individual voices, mm -hmm. you know. So I have to find my own voice, which just happens to be kind of punky. <laughs> and why not? I mean, maybe that's what made you guys stand out a little bit. Because it's, I think, listening to the work you did before before Republic has sort of established their sounds. Obviously, your singing style is slightly, I think, more melodic, cleaner in comparison. Whereas Republica, yeah. it's more like. Rah! get some sort of type vibe and yeah well exactly um the thing is well i think for any any singer or any musician you know you go through you learn your craft or you go through learn you know learning at what your skill yeah uh you know do songwriting and you learn all different things um uh and especially um my one of my best friends neil mcclellan who who um um is producer of the prodigy and has now has been for many many years he helped me in the early days to do my own demos and okay. so i learned not just studio craft but uh, songwriting and stuff so that's what he helped me learn my way you know and um so i could do all sorts of different types of music um and then i signed to warners and obviously that will that was more um they kind of wanted me to do obviously a little bit more melodic type of thing but obviously I wanted to write a techno album 
and um, that you know kind of it wasn't at the time wasn't exactly in their module and and so um, that's that's why I went along uh, to the construction records and told them that they needed to sign me and that I had the greatest band in the world <laughs> But they didn't know that it's actually all in my head at the time. <laughs> well, I think it's um, music's so luckily, all about the sale, isn't it? <laughs> luckily, I went and found Tim Dorner. He from Flowers up and a couple of other people, and we got together. But we were from the Acid Outing, so it's like, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> right, come on then, quick. It's like. <laughs> It's always the pitch. And, it's always know, the pitch. And, yeah, so it's like basically, <laughs> here you go. <laughs> and it's like. What? Uh, we didn't even have a name, but um, because I then sometimes I feel in everything in life, you have to either meet, feel, or see, or hear what you don't like or you don't want to know what you do, to know what you're not, therefore you then know what you are. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, totally makes sense.
tune in to Losing It with Luscious. That's me, Jesse Luscious, spinning the best of punk rock and oh so much more. Every Monday night, 8 to 10 p.m. Only on MMH, the home of rock radio. And we want to get loaded and we want to have a good time. Tuesday at 6pm make sure you tune in to Loaded with me Steve Webb for your weekly fix of indie indie rock alternative grunge punk post-punk rock shoegaze a little bit of hip-hop a little bit of electro there is loads going on only on MMH the home of a rock radio finding out or me thing it doesn't necessarily have to be an opposite Okay, right. so I, I, that's why an, an awful lot of my, uh, especially in the, on this album, as long as are about mirror or reflection. Okay. Because most people don't realise when they look in the mirror, they are actually looking at uh, the opposite of themselves. Mm, literally. So they're looking at the opposite way round. And most people don't know that. Even a photograph of you is the opposite way round. Mm-hmm. It's like the Turin shroud. Kind of thing. It's like a negative, you know what I mean? It, it, you know, yeah, it's yeah. like kind of positive negative thing. So it's like, and, and my point that I'm trying to put across in many of the songs is try not to be so obsessed with what you see, mm-hmm. okay? Um, or what people want you, or make you feel like you should look like, or, or, or act like, or this, that. Or they have a certain ideal of what is considered. Uh, they use the word beauty or uh, better or best and if you don't then you're less than well I don't agree with any of that Um, so basically it's like well if you look in a mirror you're not actually you're looking at the different angle or the opposite of yourself anyway so so why why are you making such a huge deal pressurizing people into this terrible body shaming or terrible making them feel bad about themselves when actually no one really knows what they look like you know yeah um and does it actually matter no it's an it's, it's, it's aesthetic yes of course we've spoken about um representing something as in music or yourself as an individual that's uh, that's something completely different that's how you choose to express yourself your gender your individuality um and the whole point of punk rock is to not be i don't want to be so i want to be myself i don't want to look like you or be you exactly uh that's the whole point yeah and so um the thing about so with the singing or or finding out you have to find out or see that that i know i'm not that yeah so therefore i know i what I am or I don't know I don't like that yeah so okay so be the opposite you know what I mean it's yeah, that yeah. thing yeah if you dip your toes in and, to see and, if it works before you work out you know yeah and, you know and, and, and that sometimes you have to like even the singing it's like actually, I don't really like singing like that yeah you know I don't like it I actually want to go you know do this I want to express myself in a different way yeah. it's like growing up you know you know you know it's like I want to my hair or I want to you know yeah you know going but don't see the cure you know Gary Newman it's that 
yeah. you know. You see, the thing with it is, you can even see there was more. There was definitely something because you can hear. If you go and sort of check out your studio performances with Enjoy, then you see there's some. If, I was having a bit of a look around the other day. There's some live footage of you guys performing, and the, yeah. just the whole aura of the songs because you've got a very different energy when you're live in comparison to when you're in the studio so you, there was definitely yeah. something there that i think if people were looking for you can go yeah there was more to come from that and that's obviously would oh. become what republica was with that with that bigger yeah. attitude oh thank you i enjoy would would be yeah they would i you know I, I, please let me know when this comes out because they'd love to hear that because that, uh, actually they've also got a new final out at the moment. Oh, is it? Called Hidden, yeah, it's called Hidden Hidden Gems 2. And um, I sing and I co-wrote a track with Feeling Side on it. And uh, as well. So hopefully I'll be getting to uh, write more music with them now, all these years later. So it, it's, uh, it's a really wonderful thing, you know. Not a bother. So now we should probably do some shameless plugging because you do have music to plug. It's it's it's, so, it's only fair. Absolutely. <laughs> so yes, what is the next Republica. single? Yes. Yeah, so okay. So Republica's uh, single currently is called New York, and uh, you can find it everywhere. And <laughs> um, <laughs> and the video is on YouTube and, and everywhere. And our amazing friends. Ben and Annalise Simon from Media Brighton um, created directed it, used it with myself and um, there's some super CGI and AI scenes in it uh, and it's kind of Blade Runner on steroids in New York in the future <laughs> uh, so if you fancy something like that have a little look and uh, Spotify or whatever band camps you, know, you can go there it's on Armalite Industries which is a great great indie label and basically, yeah, there's some, um, a track I wrote with my friend and you write on there called Whiskey Jack, which was influenced and I was inspired by the works of Steven Erickson, my favourite fantasy sci-fi uh, author, whose series Tales of the Malazan and Empire Book of the Fallen series has won lots of awards. And if, if, if you or your listeners may be interested in that kind of book or, or that kind of subject, I'd highly, highly recommend him. He's brutal, yet verging on horror um, in, in some cases, but, you know, his fantasy of worlds and characters is, is, is astonishing. And, um, yeah, um, Tales of the Malazan Empire, Book of the Fallen, and there is an, actually a character in it called Whiskey Jack. So um, I honoured uh, Stephen Erickson and that character in the song with a bit of David Lynch thrown in, kind of Twin <laughs> Peaks. Nice. Kind of, uh, I imagine, kind of like a swamp, kind of croc, croc bar in the swamp. And this this little guy called Whiskey Jack, but I mean, he's little but mighty. <laughs> and he's got a wooden leg and he um, is the captain and he's very very well known and respected and he runs this bar nice in the in swamp you know <laughs> uh and um it's got wooden floorboards and sewer dust and um he's got one eye as well i think i've gave him one eye a patch and he um you know it is the landlord of this establishment 
and uh, as you can imagine, it's down a dirt road, dirt track. Of course it is. Uh, you know, in a day, <laughs> it's a picnic movie, so you never quite know it's going to be at the bar, Dennis Hopper, <laughs> nose, sucking on some air, oxygen comes from the ceiling, um, but Whiskey Jack likes to, likes to dance with his leg, with his peg leg, and that's why the drums have a certain rhythm, and uh, when he's happy, and uh, he helps a young girl who's me, Nice, 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 nice. <laughs> nice. So, what's the next single going to be after Whiskey Jack? Now, is Whiskey Jack just part of Bundle yeah, so, List? Up? Okay, so the next single is um, Hallelujah. Yes. And uh, yeah, we wrote this actually uh, mostly. Um, we're mates with the actor Chris Marshall from Beyond Paradise, mm-hmm. and uh, he was in Death in Paradise for that. And he's got in Popero in Cornwall and he he let us go down there and uh, set up a studio and so we wrote lots of songs together and um, it was really cool because it's like a tiny little cove and there's you know only like a few pubs and a fish tip and like a couple <laughs> of restaurants so you know we couldn't kind of run away from each other and um, <laughs> yeah even though no we did We've known each other for 30 years, so you know why I start now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so we've, but we've got more done, you know. But uh, yeah, Hallelujah uh, is fantastic. And um, yeah, this this is more more Republica, I'd say. It's quite hard, it's quite fast. Okay. Um, and it has the huge chorus. But um, awesome. yeah, again, you know, kind of, you know, like, like New York, you know, kind of pre-lockdown and then... And, it changed a few things so it's like post-lockdown that it's it's got that huge chorus you know yeah. of empowerment because I think it's really important yeah, that yeah. the music you know was taken away from everyone as was our liberty you know and, 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 and uh, sadly uh, uh, I felt you know thousands and millions of people's lives mm. so you know, and also with mental health, music, you know, I think is, is essential. So just to be deprived of someone's liberty alone, but to take away our music, no. no. <laughs> you know, that, that, that's unacceptable. So uh, because, you know, it does connect, it, it, it's that thing, it, it's, it's sort of um, sexistential language. It's a universal thing that connects people to share. And I think... Um, you know, it played a hugely important part in lockdown yes. about sharing and, and, and the community of people that were, were on their own that, that could, you know, either have Zoom calls and quizzes and, you know, just be friends with others, um, uh, uh, share music because obviously there was no, you couldn't even go outside. So, I know. yeah. I know. So I think, you know, it's very important to come back with something very positive. Very much so. Very much so. Unfortunately, though, my time is about to run out. I'm very, very sorry to say. So I have no problem, no, no, got no, to make sorry. a mad dash. Um, <laughs> just want to say thank you very, very much for the time. You're it's been so an welcome, absolute man. pleasure. A new, new album, Republica's new album, Damage Gods, will be out in the spring on Happy Armalite days. Industries. Cannot wait to hear the full thing. Safran, thank you very, very much. Have an amazing oh, festive time. On you, love. Cheers for your support. No bother. Take care. Thank you. Bye bye. 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 
MMH. The home of rock radio.
we tailor all our advertising packages to suit your needs. With competitive rates, your advert can hit thousands of listeners. Just search MMH, the home of rock radio. Welcome back, folks. Welcome back. My name is Ben. That was Hand of Juno. The song is called We've Built the Line. It's the follow-up to their song Destroy the Line, which we're going to throw at you in just a moment. But before that, how awesome was that chat with Saffron? 
Saffron is nothing short of amazing, isn't she? That was so, so cool. Saffron from Republica taking up a massive, massive chunk of tonight's show, and I'm so happy to have had the chance to have filled tonight's show with loads of awesome chat with the young lady. How cool is that? Seriously. Absolutely amazing. I cannot wait for the prospect of a new record. It's so cool. I mean, the vinyl reissue of Speed Ballads, amazing. All, yeah. She was such an absolute joy to talk with. She really, really was. We threw the new single, New York, at you. Uh, the other track was Whiskey Jack that she spoke about based on the character of the book that she's currently enjoying. You can go and check them all out if you go and look up Republica Bandcamp. They're available there. There's a couple of remixes as well. And I just point out there's going to be some new remixes of the next single, Hallelujah. Ah, so much stuff to look forward to next year. It's really, really cool. We also threw in there and finished up with the brilliant Drop Dead Gorgeous from uh, their first record. Love that track. I know, I know, Ready to Go was the obvious one. I'm, I, I like Ready to Go, but I do prefer Drop Dead Gorgeous. got more of a swagger to it, more of like a, yeah. <laughs> I think it's absolutely brilliant. I really, really do. So, sincerely, thank you very, very much to Saffron for taking the time to have a chat with some Burke down in the West Country. Seriously, absolutely nothing but love. Truly, truly awesome. Yeah, right. Now back down to ah and calm. <laughs> so yeah, we just have we built the line. That's the new single from Hand of Juno. That one is out now. Earlier in the year, they dropped a slightly beefier, heavier track called Destroy the Line. See where they went there? Yeah. So we've had the lighter one. It's now time to bring the slightly noisier one. This is Hand of Juno with Destroy the Line.
absolutely fantastic that was hand of juno and destroy the line they released that earlier in the year and they were being a little bit bit beefier a bit noisier than their current slightly more atmospheric sort of type vibe the band are from milan in italy you want to go check them out facebook.com forward slash hand of juno band hand of juno underscore official on instagram and hand of juno all one word on tiktok you can also check out their bits and bobs via out of line music or you can go direct to handofjuno.bandcamp.com you can stream and or purchase their music from there in euros choice is up to you because nothing short of brilliant i really i, I love this band i really do so so cool as I mentioned it's the the ominous the the the, the brooding element of it all that just builds and it's all held down with some awesome melodies it's yeah nothing short of fantastic so yeah, go check them out. That was Hand of Juno. Right, next up we are going to go for Lexi Lane. This lady has been busy and she's got herself a collection of awesome tunes kicking about. She's also got herself a collection of awesome videos to go and check out on YouTube as well. This is her current effort. This is Lexi Lane. The song is called Serpent. Fuck 
is that Lexi Lane is the name of the artist the song is called Serpent current video current single go check her out her videos are fantastic loads of energy loads of effort has gone into them in comparison even just her standard performance videos seems like there's a little bit more flash a bit more razzmatazz going on absolutely brilliant but yeah that is Serpent and it is the current one you want to go find her Lexi X Lane on the book of face and is it the same uh, Lexi underscore Lane sorry on uh, the joyous wonder of instagram easy enough to go and find you can go and stream her bits and bobs via spotify if you choose again all entirely up to you and it's x lexi lane x on the wonder of tiktok i must admit i'm not quite sure what she does on tiktok because i'm a bit old i don't get tiktok sorry <laughs> i will get it at some point maybe if i'm lucky i don't know i'm not quite sure how it works i've looked at it and i find myself feeling very baffled and confused again i'm getting on but you know you can't have everything uh, right, next up, Novelists have returned with another new single. It's called Morning the Dawn. Again, it's the third single with the new vocalist. It's another style change. It's another vibe change. It's epic, again, as before. This band, since they've changed up, and I think they're now their third vocalist. And uh, the current lady is... Yeah, this is staggeringly good. This Anyone else? Uh, for me, I've got some massive, massive Deftones vibes off this. And I mean that in the best way possible. The guitar tone and the, the atmosphere is fantastic. This is new from Novelists. The song is called Morning the Dawn.
Hey everyone, Sharp here from Sharpie's Rock and Roll Train. Coming to you every Sunday, 7 till 9pm on MMH. Come join me for the best in uh, rock, metal, punk, unsigned, plus features. Sharpie's Golden Nuggets and the unsigned slot. And my email address, rockandroll666 at email.com. Come join me. Lost at the edge of time 
Then that was the rather brilliant Ember C. I love that. I really, really do. I love her voice. Her voice is absolutely fantastic. It's got that nice rich bass to it. I know a lot of not a lot of the lady singers that we have kicking about these days either seem to go for this scream or go for this slightly slightly more sweet or sort of shrill sort of approach. She's got a rich sort of depth to her voice, and I think it's absolutely fantastic. She reminds me of uh, Mary Elizabeth McGlynn, the voice of Silent Hill, and. That always puts me in a good mood, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I love the music of Silent Hill, and uh, Mary's voice was nothing short of spectacular, and this lady has got a similar sort of tone. Uh, the band are from Germany, and uh, that video and song is out now. Embassy, the song is called Kaleidoscope. You can go check out the video if you want. You can go stream it via your digital platform of choice. Embassy Band on Instagram, Embassy, or one word on Facebook, embassy.bandcamp.com. Go and check out their bits and bobs there. You can also go and check out Green Bronto Records, the uh, label which is currently distributing that song as well. Green Bronto Records, one word. Um, on Facebook and YouTube to see what else they've got kicking around. That label is based like the band in Germany. Absolutely awesome. Love that. Really, really like that. It's the second track of her from the band this year and they've been nothing short of fantastic at every single turn and that one continues down that same road. Absolutely brilliant. Yeah, awesome. Right, next up we're going to carry on down with a slightly more rockier vibe to round out the show this evening. Up next is Lucifer. The song is called Slow Dance in a Crypt. It's taken from their forthcoming record due next year. This is Lucifer 5. Sorry, wrong button there. Let's try this one. Hang on. Slowly My 
And then, folks, rather magically, the band are called Lucifer. That song is called Slow Dance in a Crypt. Of us, a bit, the more I hear this band, the more I enjoy their work. They're really fun, but they've got that similar sort of vibe to the band before. I know, I know, I know. It's that same sort of tone, that Silent Hill sort of vocal sort of style thing. There's something magical about ladies that have it. It's a slightly vintage sort of classic rock sort of style vibe. I think it's absolutely brilliant. The album is called Lucifer 5. It is out on the 26th of January via Nuclear Blast. That single is out now. You can go check it out. The promo video is available. It's rather fun. <laughs> I cannot wait to see what is coming up for the next. Absolutely brilliant. Lucifer, slow dance in a crypt. Awesome source. Next up, penultimate track for the evening. Actually, no. No, 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 no. No. No, I think we're going, to, we're going to take a slightly different angle because I don't really want to try and squeeze in two tracks this evening in the six minutes that's left because if I do, we won't fit it all in and it'll be a bit rubbish and that'll just be a little bit disappointing. So we'll play one more song and that's it. So I'm actually going to take the moment to actually have a proper think and say goodbye properly because every time I find these at the end of the show, I get to the point where I'm sort of frantically going blah, 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 and everything comes at you like a million miles an hour and I, yeah, it's probably not very clear. <laughs> so 
Uh, thank you very, very much for listening. My name is Ben. You have been listening to Dancing with the Dead here on mmhradio.co.uk. I hope you're having and have had a fantastic evening with us tonight. I'll be back next week on Friday from 10 till midnight after Moshi and Moshi's Rock Friday Rock Show. Um, we'll be bringing you an industrial best of there. And next Saturday here on a Saturday night from 8 till 10, we'll be looking at the Fixed 6 Mix Volume 2 because we're looking at all the awesome Fixed songs released from January up until now in this year. It's been a really good year for Fixed and the mix is bursting at the seams. I cannot wait to put that lot together for you. It's going to be so much fun. It really, really is. So, to play us out, I'm going to go for something ridiculous and pompous and over the top and all manner of awesome because of the brilliance with which it contains. Ishan, um, the, the former singer of Emperor, is kicking out a metal and classical symphonic record. He's doing it both ways just because he can. And I must admit, I love the uh, the, the, the kahunas of the fellow. I'm going to do both. I, I want to do, I, I like the idea of it as opposed to splitting it down the middle and doing like a 50 50 type thing. He's just tackling it and going smash. It's going to be done. And there is nothing short of awesome. And I love the idea. And so far, the first single he's kicked out and released into it is called Pilgrimage to Oblivion, which is what's going to come at you right now. And Home Slice has nailed it. Ishan, this is Pilgrimage to Oblivion, my final track of the evening. Have an amazing weekend, folks. I will see you next week. I sincerely hope. Thank you for listening. Big love to Saffron for her time earlier in the year. Nothing short of awesome. See you real soon, folks. <laughs>